Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Fun With Dumb. Today, we're catching up with a previous guest we've had, probably one of the first guests we've had on Fun With Dumb. Um, uh, before we get into our special guest, we got a uh, uh, our guest co-host here. You might have seen him on previous episodes, Richard Lee. Hey. It is very nice to be here today. AKA Lyrics, and I brought him along because uh, this guest today is a friend of both of ours a hyung if you will hyung you gotta put that little <laughs> saliva into it hyung um he is a chef he is an author and now uh, a tv show host yeah. actually to uh two shows um this is like the third show uh, yeah. to add to the resume right and uh, we're here with <laughs> Chef Roy Choi. Yes, yes. Hey, yeah. Chef. <laughs> and all this shit's coming to me later in life, man. I can't take advantage of it, man. I can't that, take advantage of the celebrity I shit. I think, man. you know, I think, well, it, it, <laughs> I need to be 25 when this shit happens. <laughs> Yo, I, you know, what do you think? We think <laughs> we're <Yeah>. rappers. <laughs> 25. Yeah, no, I think about this because, uh, you know, what you said is actually funny. Yeah. It's things that I think about, too, because you see these rapper rapper kids like mm -hmm. living living the life at like yeah. 18 17 but mm -hmm. also it's like at the same time there's a little sacrifice of giving up your youth and learning and making you know crazy mistakes yeah and i think about it too i mean like some of us are lucky to get a second life in many cases like you, if you think about like anthony bourdain he didn't blow up until he was 44 right so everything you knew publicly about him was from 44 to 61 you know yeah and so there there are there are moments and opportunities where you hit it later yeah, you know. true. yeah. I mean, it, yeah, and, and now it's like so. Let's talk a little bit about the things you've been really busy since the last <laughs> time we spoke. Actually, yeah. we need some updates, young. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, I got a lot of that. Yeah, we've been we're we are the Roy Choi's boys. Uh, I've been a Roy Choi boy for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. we've been I'm trying to get y'all on payroll. If I if, <laughs> if, if, if all of this stuff hits, then we can create yeah, a whole yeah. the RCB clip. Yeah, we, we go clip. hard on the social media <laughs> yeah. for Roy Choi oh, sure, content. Sure. Um, but yeah, there's there's been a lot of. Um, Things that's been happening, like uh, you have two TV shows that are out right now, currently at the same time. I knew the the KCET Broken Bread show, which is a little bit uh, more socially conscious, mm -hmm. I would say. And when that came out and you were shooting it, I didn't I didn't know about this other show that was going to come out on Netflix yeah. like yeah. weeks after yeah. your television show is on, um, and that's the Chef Show. And that is a little bit more fun, and um, yeah. I mean, not that broken bread isn't fun, but this yeah. is more like cooking with celebrities. Mm -hmm. um, right. It's it's pretty raw in its own way too, because there's no really segments or yeah. anything. It's just you guys cooking. That's no. it. That's really it. It's like this. It's like a podcast. Right. Right. You know, it's like a podcast with a camera and. It's just that uh, some of the guests are like Spider-Man and Iron Man and, <laughs> yeah. and, and Pepper Potts. You yeah. Know? I mean, and, and it seems very casual, you know, yeah. like they're just like, oh, OK, we have this like it's almost like, oh, we have this break of while shooting Avengers. Let's just go to the kitchen yeah. and like cook something. Exactly. And that's because of the bridge of John Favreau. You know, yeah. John, John's one of those um, amazing people that can pick up the bat phone right you know right um, just like you know our relationship right. like anytime you pick up the phone for me like i'm there for you and like john has that relationship with you know people across entertainment right so right. he can pick up he can pick up the phone and say like you know and then he'll only pick it up when he's got something solid you know right. so he'll right. pick it up and say you know i got this thing going you know we, robert downey jr Gwyneth Paltrow, whatever, can you well, sit down with me? That's you know? important. I think you know this yeah. too after being in this game for so long and connecting through food. I remember, you know, you mentioned a story on the show about mm. bringing burritos to rap shows. Like, <laughs> I, I received one of those exactly. rap burritos. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, and, uh, I, and it's just 
interesting to see that because you build relationships that way and then yeah. your relationships become your greatest currency as you get older. 100%. You know, your networks. Like, But but I like what you just said about, about how John reaches out once mm. he's ready mm-hmm. because that's so mm. important that's for so anybody important. who's doing anything, right? Like if you're going to approach and you have a plug for to make something happen, yeah. Yeah. Don't, you know, you got prepare for that. Pull, shit. Don't pull that connect too soon, you right, know what right, I mean? Right, right, you have right. to be ready for that. And I like what you said about, you know, what I said about the burritos and stuff. It's like sometimes in our world today, um we get this tough guy syndrome where we don't see the value in being um taking care of people or being honest, you know? Like sometimes you build relationships and you build your your credit with people by you know, sometimes you got You got to be the the guy who holds the towel. You know, the to play to start on the on the court. You know, sometimes right. you got to pay your dues and like, you know, it's okay to do that. Doesn't mean you're any less of a person. You know, sometimes yeah. give, you know taking care of people, looking out for people, bringing rap, even if they don't even exactly acknowledge it. Yeah, you know, you just keep your course and it, it may break through. And nah, uh, really but have. definitely getting ready, definitely being ready when being someone who is in a position now where I got some shit going right. on. Like, you know. Anyone who's in a successful position will always have the time to listen to you if you're coming up. Yeah. Whether you're a, a young cook, a young rapper, someone trying to make it in the art game, whatever, they'll always give you a shot. But if you're not, if you're not prepared, right. you're gonna lose that shot. Yeah, and you know? you, you got to realize that it's it, you can't just think that no one is you know fucking with you on yeah. on these things. You know, yeah. you got to realize that. You know these are these are pros and experts in it. So if yeah. they're not ready to work with you, you know, because you, you guys are obviously we're friends. Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> why isn't the OG working with me? And you yeah. can't just be mad about that. He must see something that yeah. you might not see. Sure. The preparation, you know. Exactly. But um, yeah. Not I mean, only that, they might be busy with their stuff too. You know. Mm-hmm. What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's really nunchi. Exactly. Like yeah. everything we're talking about is nunchi. Sometimes you got to have the nunchi. Sometimes mm-hmm. you shouldn't have nunchi yeah. to kind of make that opportunity happen too. Yo, what's good, y'all? Did you know the average interest rate on credit card debt is over 19% APR? Have you looked at your interest rate lately? You don't need to be a financial expert to know that consolidating debt into a low fixed rate can save you thousands in interest. So pay off your high interest credit cards with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. You can get a rate as low as 5.95% APR with auto pay, much lower than the national average interest rate on credit card debt. Get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000 with absolutely no fees. Yep, you heard that, zero fees. The application is 100% online and you can get even your money as soon as the day you apply. Lightstream believes that when you have good credit, you deserve a low rate and great service. And right now, I'm offering you guys a special offer just for my listeners. Apply today at lightstream.com fun and get an additional interest rate discount. That's Lightstream dot com slash fun for an additional discount l-i-g-h-t-s-t-r-e-a-m dot com slash fun f-u-n and subject to credit approval rate includes 0.50 percent auto pay discount terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice visit lightstream.com slash fun for more information and sometimes things take time and I, i and you know I, I, you know, like sometimes, like if you, like if you came to me in this moment, if I didn't know you, or whatever, mm-hmm. and I was in this position, you came to me, and it was just a moment. You had a moment. You had right. thirty seconds for me to, to show me that you're the next one. You may kill it in that moment, whether it's an audition, just mm-hmm. on the street, just right. a freestyle. But 
maybe that moment just needs time. So that's where I don't want people to get frustrated. Like right. it doesn't mean that what you just did didn't connect. It's got to ferment a little bit. You may have to, yeah, there are moments where it may have to ferment. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is a lot of, uh, like, comparisons here, I guess, to cooking, you know. Learn the patience with fermentations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cooking is a very patient game, right? I don't don't know how how to cook, so I'm I'm just asking, is it? Of course. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, For sure. Because you guys are both cooks, actually. You're a cook, too. I really love his I cook for the homies, you know. He owns restaurants, but for sure. Yeah, but it is a big game of patience, right? Yeah. Yeah, and we we show it like in the chef show. We show it even as simple as a grilled cheese sandwich, right? Mm. That takes patience. Um, we tried to show in this show like simple things that you'll eat every day, and even in the Robert Rodriguez episode, the pizzas, um, the pizzas, just simple things. But even a grilled cheese or a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, how many of those have you eaten in your life that are horrible? Right. And that's because you rush it. You right. Know? But if you just take your moment and time. That grilled cheese will be the best grilled cheese you ever eat. Yeah, I, I want to talk about actually both shows because yeah. they're both so tight in its own ways. Um, and we've been watching them all together at the loft. Um, My house. <laughs> we call it the loft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But bro- uh, Broken Bread, um, man, that show is great. Incredible. Thank I, I got to say, you. that is a great show. And just I, how would you describe what the show is? Well, like you opened up, like the two shows are two different parts of who I am as a person. Um, on one end, the chef show is me as a chef and a friend of John. Broken Bread is me as an activist. And mm-hmm. it's me as someone who thinks about the world very deeply and um, is using whatever power I have and whatever stage I have to make a difference, to leave some sort of imprint or tattoo on this world before I leave it physically, you know, mm-hmm. that means something that moves the needle. And that's something that's really important to me. and. It's, it's something that I can't talk about in everyday life because on one angle, some people don't want to hear it. Sometimes you bring down the mood of a room, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or um, or whatever the case. But now with this format, I, I had the ability to talk about these deep, important things, but put some art behind it so that right. as you digest it, doesn't feel like a lecture from your parents or something like that, you know? I mean, from what I saw from the show, it's like you highlight a lot of people who genuinely give a you know care about where the planet is heading yeah for sure you know how what that means for food mm-hmm. right and yep. and that was so interesting like the episode where they're looking at alternative sources for yeah. protein like this is yeah. like post-apocalyptic thinking <laughs> over yeah. here you know and and that was so crazy like i didn't know people were doing this kind of work and having research groups and you know things yeah, like that so when we did design the season it was like okay how can we create a season that tries to tell the story of who what's important to us and what I think um, are the problems, the broken systems in this world and how how can we find people that are fixing it instead of just talking about it, right? So it was uh, food access, food justice, waste. I mean, I learned so much, the future of food. Um, We did a whole episode on Watts that we're screening tonight at the Arclight. And and it was just things about like how much food is wasted in this world. Um, Right. You know, like what processed food is doing to our bodies how much food is unaccessible for millions of people throughout this world. So we basically, if you looked at the equation of how much food is wasted and how many people are hungry in this world, mm. that was kind of like our, our North Star of how this show works. There's 40% of the food that we produce in this country is thrown away. That's crazy. It's crazy, right? And, um, and then there's millions and millions of people starving um, in this country. So it's like we looked at that as kind of our basically our mood board of like, 
how do we have this broken system yet we have so many people starving? Right. And then we start from there, we start to dive in into the racial aspects of it, wow. into the injustice, you know, I, I, we started with that. It's it's so complicated because, yeah. you know, I used to work at a um, like a vegetarian cafe <laughs> that was that yeah. that was focused on like macrobiotic food. Yeah. But a lot of that, you know, is so dependent on the economic status of the community, too. Yeah. But it's right. like it was so high priced, So it really contradicted its philosophies. Mm -hmm of how they serve food to the community, you know? That's and true. It's, so, it's like a really difficult, I mean, are you pretty hopeful for where it's headed as far as food and this planet and people? That that was a part of, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough. I don't know. It's not a straight PBS right there. Right there. Um, I, I think that uh, what we tried to show in the show and what, I, what I, I've been fighting for and I learned is that even though we're in a bleak situation, the the solutions are actually pretty simple. The show just tried to sh tried to tell the story that you just got to give a fuck a little bit, exactly. right, you know. And then actually, these huge problems like global warming, starvation, um, waste, uh, all these things, um, the livestock and the the, mm -hmm. the carbon footprint and emissions and right. all these things, you know, the our our desire and our love for eating hamburgers is actually worse than cars. So that's wild. What we the that's fact that wild. we the the research that we found doing the show is it's not only worse than cars. It's worse than cars, buses, trains, and airplanes combined. The the, that's the existence of livestock within America. So that's um, but so you take this huge problem like how are we going to stop this emission and this carbon footprint and and we but what we showed is if you eat one less hamburger a week that right. will make a huge difference. So it's like breaking it all the way down from this global problem to like, just fucking eat one less hamburger a week, <laughs> you know? Right. Or, or maybe try a vegan burger, you know? Maybe, and, and try, maybe try an alternative source of meat. Maybe try a, go to the uh, farmer's market and, mm. and eat some fruit instead of some candy, you know, and really move yourself away. And it's like voting, right? If one little thing, if you multiply it, actually makes a difference. Exactly. I, I, and, and you know, I know impossible meats and those yeah. alternatives have, the plant-based, you know, um, proteins have been like really getting popular. Yeah. I'm wondering how much on a global level it's getting popular. I think LA, it's like very, we're trendy yeah. with these kind of things, you know? I think they're like a fast food restaurant too now. Yeah, they're in Carl's Jr. now. Carl's Jr. Yeah, right. meats in Carl's Jr. Yeah. It's also in Del Taco. Wow. Um, I tried it at your uh, uh, premiere. Oh yeah, the, the burger. That's right. You know, I, yeah. I think if you cover it with flavor, it's They're like really yeah. Even if you were to notice, it's it's close enough to where you can you make that one too, yeah right. one difference a week. But um, but we showed in the episode that they're still, I we we filmed that future food episode kind of like um it was a time capsule. So like I wanted to take the artistic approach. Like what if we filmed this and no one saw it and mm -hmm. we put it in a time capsule and someone in the future like 150 years later dug it up you know and yeah. looked at it yeah yeah and i wanted them to look at it like how the fuck did you guys live like that <laughs> right you know? right like you guys were killing these cows and right. throwing away half the food that you produce right. and all this stuff so we filmed it kind of in that artistic sense and um but uh yeah i mean like what we showed in these uh labs and and especially beyond me is that they're, they still admit as well that they they're not there yet. Mm. You know, they admit that we're still searching every single day to get to a point. And the, and the point, the cliff, is that there is no barrier to entry. And what he, what he meant by that is that wow. you could go to Talladega, NASCAR, or you could go to yeah. the middle of the country, or you could go to New York City, up in the boroughs, up mm -hmm. in the Bronx, or whatever. You know, and and 
give this to a 4th of July barbecue backyard party and no one would know the difference. But they're not there yet. That was kind wow. of... Weird. A lot of the articles that I'm seeing about mm-hmm. where we are right now as a planet have this kind of tone of a little too late kind of feel. I mean... You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I mean, it's never too late, obviously, to make change. Oh, like all the documentaries are so depressing, yeah. For a lot of the... You know, like, we're taking action now, something we probably should have been doing like 100 years ago or yeah, something, right. you know? And it's just like... In that sense, it's really depressing. They're like, oh, in 2050, there'll be more plastic in the ocean than fish. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's I mean, like, that's like we're going to be alive, bro. You that's know, why yeah, I feel yeah, like, yeah. Um, Roy Hung, your Broken Bread show, mm-hmm. it just reminds us that the power of one, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially when you feel like it's too late and we're behind, mm-hmm. you know, to, uh, I guess, um, you know, avoid the inevitable. We still believe that, okay, maybe picking this up, you know, yes. or, or eating this. I feel like being good uh-huh. and you know nurturing and yeah. just you know feeding positivity. You're kind of bringing that like you're, you're making that cool. You know what I'm I mean? Trying, man. Yeah, no, you know, and, and I'm looking at the beads on your neck. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it, it it is it's not religious, but it does have some tenements of Buddhism in it. Nah, you know? for sure. But um, those are made out of beef. Those, actually. Are, those, are, yeah, those yeah, beef, are jerky false. beads. Yeah, <laughs> those are jerky beads. <laughs> nah, uh, well, I was gonna ask you this um, because you know it's such a difficult cycle to break also when there's tradition involved with culture right like even people like you know say we go to korea and like our grandparents want to feed us yeah. and we're, we're just like down the street korean barbecue all yeah, you can eat exactly like, or you know just just feeling like oh like turning that down or something. right you know it's it's like it's it feels weird right talking yeah. that to like a tradition but also you know it, it's kind of seeing the bigger picture mm-hmm. you know but it's also yeah. I mean, I mean, I remember when I first met you. It was four bops. Four right? bops. <laughs> four now, bops. <laughs> I'm down to one and a half. Now, you're down you know to one I mean? and a half. But I'm breaking the cycle. Right. But what we showed in the show is that, uh, and what you're touching on is our level of eating has been designed for us. You know, it's actually not how we're supposed to eat as, as right. animals. You know, as humans, um, all that stuff has been created by this this marketing, right, advertising. Um, commercial culture you know we're not supposed to eat a steak that's the size of this book right you know um <laughs> we're only supposed to eat like this amount of, maybe this amount of meat, right you know that's so wild and, um, <laughs> yeah but all that I'm stuff fucked. has been created yeah, did you just <laughs> you're fucked. did you just yeah did you just laugh at that portion right yeah. there <laughs> <laughs> I got, like, upset. I got upset. All you can eat Korean barbecues will boycott oh this my show. That, I mean, it's it's it is wild. The all yeah. you can eat idea, just that that phrase yeah. is yeah, just it's wild. It's wild. All you can eat, Fat and we we're in it. we're literally broadcasting from the midst of that that culture. Yeah, of eating buffet style, um, and and all you can eat Korean barbecue. By the way, is hasn't been around you know forever either. No, it, it's, it's the misconception been, is that Korean food is based around meat. It's not. Right, you know, mm. yeah, um, but you've talked about this a little, yeah, because yeah. that's another modern kind of introduction as well. Like if you look at our ancestors, um, yeah, be, you know, uh, before the infiltration of, you know, the modern Western world and Japanese culture, if you go from about mid eighteen hundreds backwards, it wasn't a meat based culture, right? You know, because there's no fucking yeah. cows. Our, our side <laughs> dishes were our main dishes. That's how that's how gangs do it. Yeah, yeah, that's how that's how poor. Yeah, we you're. Were. I mean, you're right. Like a lot of these meals that we see in Koreatown, like you, you mm-hmm. talked about this too. They they were supposed to be like for special occasion royalty meals, like yeah. Yeah. the royal meals. Exactly. You yeah, know, we're eating it like for like lunch. lunch. Yeah, Kai Kai Bichim, I think it was once a year, maybe for for a normal person, probably. You know. 
How we have cheese blowtorching on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like <it's> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have we done? Yeah, <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> yeah, it's like a monster truck show every time yeah, we yeah, eat lunch yeah. now. <laughs> no, but Roy, but that's that's the thing. Your your title broken bread too. Like the uh-huh. system's broken. You yeah. Know? Mm. And there's cycles that we need to break. I agree. These things, even all you can eat. I, I say this conflicted because as as much as I agree with you, mm. I'm just looking at myself like, yeah. am I gonna be able to make that change? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Confidently. And I've, I I always came up with this. Uh, I always had this like metaphor. I feel like when there's a broken system, if it's like a clock and it's broken, mm-hmm. but time is life, right? You yeah. can't stop life and stop time and then fix the gears and take it out. Yeah. I feel like your attempt right now is while it's still going. Yes. You're still trying to repair it while it's moving. Do you know what I mean? That's a great metaphor. A uh, very similar metaphor is like fixing the engine while the airplane's while still the air, flying. Exactly. Right. It's, yeah. it, that's basically what we're trying to do. That's what I know? feel like. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's weird because, you know, in one side, I feel like things are changing because you hear so much about these alternative like you know a lot of these vegan burger spots and all yeah. that but on the other end you have like <laughs> mukbanging which is like the, <laughs> the craziest other opposite end of one dude eating yeah. like shout out matt stone <laughs> yeah uh-huh. dude eating eight crabs in front of the yeah. camera and everyone just loving right this yeah. you know and it's it's i don't know where it's shifting really well i think the only hope that i can give anyone listening to this is that you know it's okay to be on a journey like right. even me i started a company that's called meat you know kogi <laughs> right you know? and that's true, um, true. but i'm evolving as a person you yeah. know and um you know even though i'm a little bit older like y- you know you should never stop evolving you mm-hmm. know I, right. I think a part of it also grows into like especially in this country we we reach a certain place where we think that life somehow ends and you stop exactly you stop being creative or you stop evolving um it's okay to keep evolving. It's okay to be at one point and be ridiculous and, and whatever and then continue to evolve and be somewhere else. I like know? what you just said right yeah. there because I feel like um, what you said about creativity and yeah. stop evolving, right? Because you came into this doing meat-based food, right? Yeah, exactly. And if, if you don't find alternatives, which I, you know, with um, cooking, I find it to be art, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you're being lazy with your creativity. Yeah. If you're not trying, you know, if you're not trying to do yeah. something different, you're just being lazy. It's like yeah. a comedian, you know, doing the, the same, same joke. jokes or a rapper. Yeah. In their mid 30s, even though they hit <laughs> 15 years earlier, still doing the same, right. you know, right. I think there's bars. a lot. There's a lot yeah. of that element where people compl- art artists complain about the state of the world and they yeah. can't do their jokes anymore. I, I feel like a part of that is also laziness a little bit. It is, you know, right. because it's like. The world is going to change without you, with with you or without you. You know what I mean? And you're not, you know, you're not adapting and finding ways to make people laugh in in, in different ways. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, I take that another step further. Like, it is definitely laziness, but also as creators or entertainers and as chefs, we're feeding the people. You know what I mean? And there's people that, you know, there's cooks that feed, you know, just hazardous poison pretty much yeah cancerous foods yeah and then there's people like you who are trying to you know bring the nutrition back same with music i believe you know i believe that there's the ones making money off just you know and i'm not trying to get into like morality and music but just you know trash and 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 healthy music but that's a no that's a really great point because that's what broken bread is all about The, the power of broken bread is that it's not and there's nothing wrong with a show being hidden way deep in the annals of YouTube or anything. Right. But this is a primetime show For sure. on two huge networks, right? And so the idea is that 
right now, most of the stuff you're touching on is pop culture is that cancerous environment, right? Because right? we created a culture where we think that all of the lowest com- common denominator stuff, whether it's food or music or whatever, is the only thing that sells. Mm. What we're trying to do is show that something a little bit deeper can sell as well. Yeah, you know, and um. And it's okay to be at a place where you're not fully woke yet. It's all right. And not that's what sure. we're trying to show is like that journey is a part of if wherever you wake up yeah. is your journey. And you just got to realize that a lot of this stuff is designed for you. Like the food that you eat and the cancerous stuff that's going on, the music that fills your ears mm-hmm. with all of that noise, that stuff is all designed to keep you basically um, brainwashed. Yeah, you know? I mean, I mean, and, and, you know, I really commend you for really – trying to make things happen with a lot of sacrifice beyond putting money in your pockets you've Mm -hmm. done local right and you know local closed down and what like how did you feel about when that closed down was there was there a sense of kind of disappointment with people wanting to you know what i mean support it in the way maybe you expected them to or there's one of those things where um on the inside everyone knows like what we were about um it was just kind of the um i guess the haters and and the headlines you mm-hmm. know um, i, I remember you were kind of going yeah, back yeah. with like food critics and stuff right but it goes back to the deepness of i guess what i call you know um it's basically imp- it's um deep racism you mm-hmm. know because right. what it is is it's just saying a certain tagline to make sure that the uh, basically the racism of of condition culture is continued right, exactly. you know so mm-hmm. like look see they couldn't make it happen right you know, mm-hmm. you know the ghetto will always be the ghetto and, another l and, yeah another yeah. l and it's easy to say that from a chair writing an article of course yeah. um but they don't look at all the little things all the and you guys are artists so i think you'll appreciate it is all the nuances we were all open almost three years all the relationships that we built all um there are many people that started eating local that got taken off their diabetes medicine because they would eat local every day and filled their body with grains and vegetables and fruits um the influence we had on the schools and the neighborhoods the the 40 jobs that we created right half of those jobs half of the people that worked with us have moved on now into a career within the within the restaurant industry that would have never had that opportunity before Mm. now they're creating disciples within themselves so that that's all success to me and local's not dead completely we what I stressed was that the retail element didn't work at that time because the, the city of Watts, in the three years we were there, there were no new businesses that came in. Mm. So the economy was the right, same. Right. But we're evolving it into something. We're going to turn it into like a tech-based uh, app mm. thing where uh, we're going to start very small, kind of like in a beta program and try to grow it out where it's like it's like a delivery service on your phone, right. but it will be... Um, for for the hood, you know? you know, as a lyricist, that whole double entendre, yeah, keeping it local was yeah. local, you know, yeah, yeah, it was crazy, and you yeah. did it. The double entendres really turned me on. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but what I mean, the food, the double yeah, entendre yeah. though, you know, regardless <laughs> whether it closed on or not, it was crazy, and you did it, and yeah. I think that's what rever- reverberates, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now, now you on Netflix, now you got shows, so mm-hmm. your name is out there, you're present. I think you're gonna. Ha- I mean, there's gonna be opportunities. I think to do mm-hmm. stuff like that 
again and again. Obviously, more at because I, I, yeah. I texted him. I was like, "Oh, your stock is up now. Yeah. <laughs> the stock is up." Stock yeah. is um, up. I mean, I didn't even think about this right now because I'm so focused on the shows. But you know, you also have best friend that just opened up in Vegas. Yeah, it's been a big year, and it's. So I'm, I'm just thinking like, wow, you've had a really great year, and mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't the stuff that just happened within the last year. There's been preparation for mm-hmm. these openings and and these new uh, TV shows you just did. Yeah. I mean, how's the how's the uh, the new restaurant in Vegas doing? That's a whole nother. <laughs> It's like such a different thing from all these things we're talking about. Like Bro, broken just, bread, but there's also this Vegas restaurant. Let me explain this to you real quick. Yeah. I was popping the yolk in my kimchi fried rice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listening to Chronic 2001. Right. Oh, that's right. In the MGM casino, dude. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that just feels weird. It's hip-hop, Korean food, uh-huh. straight-up Los Angeles culture. Roy just made, like, a Petri dish within the casino. It's crazy. He has his yeah. own little... He has his own little corner in that casino, yeah. bro. And yeah. it's, it's yeah, I so guess it's, proud it's you, my man. contribution to Korean culture. You know, like I didn't grow up in Korea. So yeah, this was right. me as a Korean, you know, yeah. giving it to the world on the biggest stage, which is Las Vegas, you know. So, but I think with Best Friend, if you can, comp- like with Best Friend, Broken Bread, The Chef Show, all these things, I, I guess what I'm showing right now in this moment in time is that y- you, a person, you, don't, as, you as a person don't have to be one thing. You know, yeah. like a lot of times we get trapped in the idea that you just have to be a rapper, mm-hmm. you know, but but we're, we're all like you can be someone that gets drunk and wiles out and has fun, mm-hmm. you know, and, and be a politician to, and be a politician. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's plenty of those. actually. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you can have different elements of your personality. You can sure. you can be, you know, have fun, be a gambler, drink, you know, listen to hip hop, have a great time and also be serious at the same time. And then yeah. also be a teacher and a chef and you know like you know it's like you can have different elements of your personality we all do there's a lot of times we don't have that ability to do them professionally what i'm showing is that you can also do them professionally Hell like yeah. best friend broken bread and chef are three very different sides of who i am as a person you right. know and um but they're now living in their own kind of world what, what have you found you know like the most difficult for you you know to share your message far as all the outlets that you've had far as books and tv shows has there been something a little bit like what's been most challenging i would say because these are things that you're kind of learning as you go along too right well restaurants are the hardest you Mm -hmm. know um because although best friend is doing well not every restaurant does well all the time Mm. so i know it's um it's sometimes a great imagination for people especially like even you who's a really great cook right Mm. there may be drops of dreams that where people tell you man you should open a restaurant right mm-hmm. you know because your food is really good and so we all get that but um the restaurant business is so hard the man, logistics you know? all that it's so hard yeah and even when you're at the top of your game you know you have chefs that are closing restaurants and opening restaurants at the same time and um so it really fucks with your your, your brain because uh you have to deal with failure and success at the right. same time. Right. And you have to be kind of like committed to both. It's a really weird, it's and a really weird that, situation. Like just yeah. in the kitchen, you know, you're, you're worried about the taste and like, mm-hmm. you know, the execution of the cooking. And then now you have to worry about the ambiance, the aesthetics, right. you know, the, the mm-hmm. service. The people, everything, that's, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I, I think that's know. kind of a cool element to yeah. you know obviously it all starts with the food but kind of putting your creative yeah. uh, directing to work on that yeah. the visuals of but how it, everything's going like, to be presented it's like uh, making an album a right. show is is a lot of work it's hard work but Oof. once it's out there once it's out there it's out there yeah but a restaurant the difference with the restaurant and i wouldn't trade it for anything because that's a, a part of the grind too but 
you once you open it, it's not just out there. Right. Mm. It's every single day you have to keep right. you have to keep it alive. Damn. Yeah. So it's um it's different. It's different than just birthing something. You know, it's like you got to keep it alive. You know? let, let me um, ask you about the the chef show in particular. I know it's yeah, getting yeah. hot in here. I'm sorry, guys. No, no, all good. Actually, I could turn on the AC. That's right. It's not. It's gonna be a little. But um. I was going to say, uh, you know, what, what the relationship you have with uh, John, you know, one thing I really loved about the show um, also is just kind of John's eagerness to learn yeah, as amazing, a cook. Yeah. Like he really is into yeah. this. Like yeah. he wants to learn and he's it's not even a show. He's literally like he's like he was like, yo, Roy, I'm, it's, I was like, I want to do this show because I want to learn more shit from yeah. you. <laughs> like it just felt like that. You I know what sense, I mean? I even sense a little confidence too. you know, a little pride in what he could do. Too. Oh, yeah. He, he, yeah. He, sometimes he tries to show yeah, it show and, he, and he's grown a lot and <laughs> right, he continues right. to want to learn, you know, like he's truly he's truly committed to this life. I see it sometimes when like lately a lot of homies get into uh, Brazilian Brazilian jiu jitsu. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like they get into that and then it becomes this lifelong journey. Right. And um, it's like that for him, you know. Um, like I've become his kind of sensei in a way. I knew it was and, real. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when you're like his knife, he's like he's very nice with the knife. Yeah. His smile. He was yeah. like, oh, oh, with the serrano. Yeah, yeah, with the, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, those so are happy. real moments. Yeah. Exactly. It's like there's I see while watching the show like where moments you're you're like surprised like by <laughs> yeah. the progress he's making in yeah. real time, you know. Sure. And a lot of my teachings to him are very literal, but through that. You know, every relationship is is a two way exchange. His his influence on me has been a little more stealth. Right. So, mine has been very direct. Where I show him a knife cut, he's perfected it and he's moved on, or he learns how to cook. But through the years that I've known him now, it's almost six years. I've learned how to be a storyteller. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that relationship helped me make broken bread or tell the story and like best friend build a restaurant right. that is built around telling a story or. Um, and I think eventually where I want to go from here is maybe create my own production company or agency or something mm -hmm. so I can put people on mm. or look be it someone where I can I can give opportunities to tell to different types of foods, different types of stories, yeah. produce movies, produce uh, albums, whatever the case may be. So eventually all of that relationship, John has taught me how to be a storyteller. You wow. know, um, and I don't know. It's it, And he geeks out because I get him into rooms where it's like chefs he admires like david chang and myself in a room but right i'm the same way man i'm in a room with robert rodriguez and <laughs> yeah that was i mean john favreau the two kind of pioneers of independent film as we know it and i'm sitting there like just soaking up all that knowledge yeah, yeah you know? and there's little uh you know things that are getting shared online that's very it's like spreading virally yeah. you know <laughs> when like uh, gwyneth paltrow's talking about how she didn't know she was yeah. a spider-man like i saw that just separately getting shared so yeah. it was really cool to see these things from I think you it's the first time i ever trended yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i i the show's cool though because i it's really yeah. there's like i said it's very voyeuristic in a yeah, way exactly. there's no like hey guys this today we're gonna mm -hmm. make you know what i mean it's not like that it's I mean, there's like, big names but they don't seem like celebrities like a-listers in the show you know they just seem like homies yeah they seem like uh people in the kitchen just you know. yeah they're there and yeah like the bill burr one bill burr oh, yeah man, that was so the good best. that one was great yeah. he was like that was actually the most like chill and yeah. like non-asshole-ish yeah. kind of vibe that yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I've ever seen him. Yeah, not that he's an asshole, but he's just very, I've you never know. seen him smile that much, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Ever. I don't want to give up too much, but uh -huh. there was something in the episode where you just kept it real. You're like, yo, this whole thing's about 
being real you know what i mean uh-huh. so you couldn't lie oh that was yeah. the fucking was funniest the mo- like <laughs> that's how i knew that show like you weren't gonna you weren't doing it for the gram you know you weren't doing it for the cameras you're like nah this the seeing your face like because it's like it's like you're oh, always yeah. so nice like people yeah, but then <laughs> that moment your face you was just, it was just so real you're oh. like uh yeah that, and then, and then john also agreed at the yeah, same time like yeah. okay you know you guys gotta check it out man that that's that's great i i really i really dug that was kind of like a really a bonus to me Crazy. after watching Broken Bread, and I really, man, I, I can't stress this enough. I really love uh-huh. that show, and it's Thank like you. the the it's so thorough yeah. in how you break it down, which each, each episode mm-hmm. exploring a different topic, yeah. but ultimately kind of the same thing. Yep, and it's just like man, that that I was like really really impressed and shot beautifully too. Amazing. Thank you. That is a L.A. great like yeah. addition to L.A. culture. I feel like it's crazy. You know, I, I yeah. admire your ability to kind of you're versatile. You're like you could be front lines on Broken Bread. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Lead the activist. Yeah. And then sometimes on Chef, you know, I know I know you're part of the characters, but you play the ambiance. I take, I take, I take you play the, the ambiance. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's when I see that that just right kind shotgun. Of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but for real. That's you know? for real. Yeah. And then, you know, best friend, you're the man over there. So it's yeah. just, I see the elements. Well, I appreciate that you see that because that, I mean, that's a real important life lesson. I think that now I'm in a position to give life lessons. Right. And, and I'm glad you see those things is that sometimes in life, you got to know how to be a number two to be a number mm-hmm. one, you mm-hmm. know? And that's something that we don't teach enough right now, you know, because everyone wants to be a number one. For sure. Right. You know, that's the culture we live and, in. And yeah. especially you want to blow up right away overnight. Right. But you got to you got to know how to be a number two or a number three or a number four or a number twenty. Yeah. You know, you got to know what it means to be the building block to that pyramid. You right. know, and um, and there are moments where it, it is actually more important for you to to be a silent support mechanism. You know, right. um, and that really comes from a kitchen environment. You know, sometimes when you're in a kitchen, um, it's really important. Even if you're at the top of your game, sometimes you got to like. You know, you got to be the support for whoever's shining at that moment. Right. And you can't let your ego get in the way. It's like team basketball or whatever the case may be. You know? Right, right, right. You know, <laughs> sometimes you got to pass the rock. Exactly. You know, right. and, but ultimately that leads to the win. So for you know, sure. sometimes the moment's yours, you know, so. That's beautiful. Did, um, the shows that you, you've knocked out all the production stuff for these yeah. two shows. Um do you have anything else in the works that you know you I'm don't have to talk about? Trying to get a season two for Broken Bread, so hey, hey, hey KCT yeah. taste made where you at? And yeah. is that is that the, the process for that? Is just you kind of just waiting around for them to be like, yo, we want to do a season two, or how does that? I try to stay out of my business stuff. Don't, right, you know that's probably one yeah. thing that I've really made a commitment to. Um, I'm aware of it, right? And um, and I'm still the captain, and I and I um, I'm the oversight committee, so like I'll jump in where I need to. But I try to stay out of business, so right. because because um, ultimately I'm an artist. So what happens yeah. is I get a warped sense of commerce and money, right? And sometimes right. I'll you know I'll either get pissed off or I'll <laughs> yeah. give myself up for too little. It's but, it's also you know, another you know it's a thing that you're you put into your yeah. uh, everyday thing, and it's it's stressful if you throw stressful, that into yeah. on top of all on the things of you're else. doing. Because ultimately, they don't have to on top of that go in front of the camera, you yeah. know, and so. Um, what I try to do is, you know, I have shout out Natasha. I have Natasha who runs uh, my day to day on yeah. everything, and so um, she she knows exactly what I believe in and where my red flags are. And then I have an agent 
you right. know, and um, and they deal with it. And so I'm just waiting for them to negotiate the deals. I, right I would love to see that like end up yeah. in one of these streaming platforms too. The broken yeah. bread, I mean, yeah, um, I hope just yeah. to kind it of it needs a bigger platform. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It really does. Mm-hmm. Man, but it, I mean, you know, KCT did a great job yeah. on, on the the production of it. It's it's beautifully shot. It's the best we could do with the platforms that we had. You know, like yeah. we we stretched it a mile. You know, like we stretched it all the way. But there is a difference, especially because I saw the shows come out back to back. Man, the difference between um, the exposure Broken Bread had, right? right you know, that's right. grassroots stuff. Like I still have to push myself out there, promote it, right. like really champion it's like you going on tour like you got to really fill the arenas exactly. or, or fill the fill the, the venues um whereas the chef show is like got the machine is the it. world you tour. were just kind of yeah, chilling the, you didn't the, have to really <laughs> you're it's just the like, world tour yeah, this, yeah. The, 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 you're the, just the, reposting the stuff that people already yeah, posted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the arena's already yeah. sold out you know right 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 you know what, what is so that's like what breezy's going through right now yeah you know, yeah you know what i mean so that's like that stuff's already sold out yeah because it's like, like yeah cause he yeah. already has a lot of co- like everyone yeah. co-signs him yeah. you know so he didn't really have to yeah yeah it's crazy i mean um and that's i mean was just the conception of that the chef show in particular was uh-huh. that something that john approached and was like yo we want to do the show yeah, or yeah. was what was the so after the movie um we remain friends but uh it's kind of like we both like he he his example was like summer camp uh-huh. like we were the best of friends yeah, in summer yeah, yeah. Camp, but we I had to go that. back to yeah, our lives like you a know? relationship yeah, yeah like it, was, it was like a summer fling <laughs> summer fling yeah it was a, and then we had to go back to our lives and we remained friends and and we saw each other probably still like five six times a year and and still very very close like nothing <laughs> changed but there was like no driving reason to right. to, to spend more time yeah you know what i mean yeah. and and but we wanted to, so we just kept thinking of ideas like, what can we do to like spend more time together? Yeah, you know? it's yeah. like it was truly a love story. It's good, you know. Right. And um, and then so it was like, first, is it a restaurant? Is it like a? Do we write a book? You right. know, um, do we make a sequel? Um, and then eventually, it took a while, but eventually it was the show, you know. And and it came in those moments where, and sometimes the biggest things come in like, like the most unexpected moments. Like we were still in the stage where we didn't know what we wanted to do, and then he just like was sitting in Atlanta, and he's like, "Wait a second, I got these cameras. We got a little free time. Right. Why don't you fly out? Yeah. Let's just try this." That's and so it was nice. like it was like setting this up, you know. Wow, that's that's, sick. that's how that's how like simple it was at the beginning, and how easy it was. It was like let's not look too far into the future. Let's just set up a few cameras. Right. Get the table going. We'll cook a little bit and let's. Even let's the menu go. items, it was a revisitation of like the stuff yeah. in the movie. And that you was know, the early stuff. That that's a great. Amazing. That's yeah. a great observation. Yeah. So we wanted to start really small because that was still in the kind of like rehearsal stage. Mm-hmm. Like, is this anything that mm-hmm. anyone would ever want to watch? So let's start with the recipes first before we get too deep. And um, I mean, and the it, Cubano it, was genius. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, and, and it ended up being being pretty good. You know, yeah. I mean, when you start off sitting with uh, Spider Man and yeah, you know, Tom Holland <laughs> and Robert Downey, yeah, like yeah. oysters, right? For the first yeah, time, I mean, the kids only what like eighteen, nineteen. So I that that's I guess true. I, I didn't get even think it. about yeah. I didn't even yeah, think yeah. about yeah. that. <laughs> Maybe he's older. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember my the, my first oyster. I guess. But, <laughs> uh, how old's Tom Holland? Yeah. How old's Tom Holland? Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty two. Yeah. She just knows by heart. Yeah, like, knows, yeah. <laughs> hey, I got my kid here. <laughs> hey, Siri, awesome. yeah. <laughs> no, uh, what, what was John Favreau's level of cooking expertise like prior? right before prior to you working with him on on chef? Um well I think he grew up 
around of he grew up in families that cooked a lot okay. um he grew uh, half of his family's italian the other half is jewish and um so he grew up around a lot of food he grew up in queens mm. so uh he was surrounded by a lot of food um i don't know i know he worked in bars yeah and as a bartender and um probably as an actor worked as you know throughout restaurants and stuff but i don't think he um had cooked that much or ever cooked professionally for sure but he just yeah. really got into it um really got into yeah it. yeah I could I could just tell on the on the chef show it just feels like that for sure yeah it was one of those things where um, he's like I get to surround myself with some master chefs yeah. for the whole season and, 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 and you know like being the person that he was I'm sure he was taking care of a lot right. but he saw once he started hanging out with me the the difference in how he was taken care of when he's with the chef right so when you're a celebrity you're taken care of a certain way mm. you know people are just really like yeah. fawning over you and taking care of you and serving you you know just illustrious things and stuff like that but when you're with the chef it's like um it's more respect exactly. you know and so less saw, fluff less fluff and you saw the difference in that so yeah i so, mean you know dumb i didn't even start cooking you know a couple years I, I yeah let's talk about your cooking couple, thing. No, no, i mean i i could i understand where john's coming from because yeah. once you start making food yeah and you feed people and they enjoy it yeah you know and you're you get better at it mm -hmm. you just want to stay at you know you want to keep advancing your skills so you know? when did it when did it start getting really serious for you because now you're getting really serious at first i remember when i first met you yeah yeah you know i was just dabbling you with were it. dabbling it started off uh i made kimchi you know yeah. i tango kimchi at yeah. home and I, I put it on the instagram it was just a couple a couple you know a couple clips for a series and people were just like, damn, just a duality of, I guess, like a yeah. rap, Korean American yeah. rapper making kimchi, like yeah. my grandma stuff with like, you know, salted shrimp and stuff like that. Yeah. It was just that it, it was interesting to them, you know? Yeah. So I started making more dishes. And then now the boom bop episodes, uh, the new episodes are now, you know, more music, just more yeah. music based, you know? So I, t I have a producer. Roy, we need to get you on yeah, one. You let's know do I mean? it. Be let's do one. Yeah, I'll make the beat. Oh, and you that'd be great. I <laughs> yeah. want to really see that. Be, I mean, be also, nice. I think it worked out for him because he's really good at these detailed raps, like step yeah. by step raps. Yeah. So like the way he, I, it's probably one of the best raps I've seen anybody do, like description mm -hmm. step by step. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's so That's good. True. It's so clear to understand. That's why I really like. If I would pitch that as a show, like you could start like a legit, you could start like a Kumon uh, <laughs> 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 learning program. I mean, with it, your raps. You know, the truth is, yeah, they do apply these things to yeah. a lot of these educational programs for sure because like it's a good way to memorize stuff. It's yeah. like how I'm Sesame Street is, Sesame yeah. right? Street yeah. and you know, I mean, like seriously, like for you, sure. you could start a whole Sesame Seeds, no, okay. Sesame, Sesame Seeds. <laughs> <laughs> Sell, sell oh seven, seven discs the online. Sesame seeds. <laughs> Come and hang with Sesame right. seeds. You know, I'm going to stack a few episodes, you know what I mean? Package uh -huh. and then, you know, show yeah, it to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be a beautiful thing. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know what else to say. You've covered a lot of grounds at this okay. point. This past year, I feel like you've knocked out so many things. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what's on your bucket list still as far as, you know, your, your goals, your goal bucket list of what you how you want to spread your food and your message. You know, the crazy thing about life is that I would have never, I, I would have never imagined this year ever happening for me, right? Like, uh, this would have been just a dream, mm -hmm. you know? And um, I know you guys are reaching every day. It's that, that moment you break through, right? Like, you really break through and, you know, having a show on Netflix, on Taste Made KCT, and opening a re the, the hottest <laughs> restaurant on the Las Vegas Come trip, on. right? Come on. 
come on. Yeah, the, 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 right, you know. come on. But, but Young, you know what that does for us, you know? Yeah. That's inspiration. That's just like, that's evidence that we could do it. But the crazy thing is what I'll, I'll, knowledge I can give is that someone that's going through it right now mm. is what it does is it actually feels like the beginning. Mm. That's the weird part. Yeah. It feels like these, these goals that you set for yourself and these dreams, and, I, you know, I know you guys will get there. And when you get there, what's weird is that, it, you know, um, it feels like just the beginning of something that you never saw yet, you know? Yeah. So, like, when you ask me that, it's like, I feel like I'm just getting started. I feel like I, um, now I have a whole new world, a whole new side of myself that I can explore. Like, I can maybe start, again, like I mentioned earlier, my own production company. Yeah. I can start my own studio maybe in 10 years, you know? Maybe I'll be someone that is actually producing and green lighting these shows it, ma it makes sense because i feel yeah. like you wouldn't have been able to see like if you're a young you person it. back in the day like aspiring chef right mm -hmm. your ultimate goal would have been like i want to open my own restaurant yep. and be a chef yeah like you didn't have celebrity chef culture nah. back on. then right like, well the first goal is just to be a chef just right, chef. You right. Know? Yeah. so just to be a chef at some someone else's restaurant and then that once you become a chef then you're like wait you know, I can I can do this. I can run. So everything's a step. It is crazy. You know? I think I think a lot right now for younger chefs. There's so many things you can do with mm -hmm. being a chef. Yeah. Because you see people putting out books, TV shows, yeah. and you know, before I could only imagine. It's like I just want to open a restaurant. Yeah. You even see it in the biggest artists. Like, well, let's take uh, most current one, like a Rihanna, for example. Right. Right. Like, she became one of the biggest artists, and now she's has her own clothing line. Clothing, and makeup, that's gonna develop yeah, all that. Makeup, and then that moved to London, and that now, you know, I'm sure she's going through on a bigger level what I'm going through is right. you get to these points where you, you reach the pinnacle and you realize, again, that's only the beginning of the next journey. And, right. Um, it's just, it's really, it's, it comes down to art, really, of yeah. how you want to express yourself in different mm -hmm. ways because you're not going to always just want to do one medium. Yeah. You know? Man, yo, that's crazy. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I, that's what I think about. I just never want to be on a reunion tour. I never want to be like, yeah. This is how I see, you know, your career ending. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're going to be quiet. Like after you do all your things, you're going to yeah. kind of be like, yo, I just want to chill for a little bit, be quiet for a bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then you're going to end up in um, the celebrity dance show. Yes. <laughs> uh, learning different styles of dance. Yes. Yeah, oh like, yeah, it's like you, Guy Fieri, yeah. a bunch of these celebrity chefs. It's going to be chef dance-off. That's my nightmare, That's man. I just, I, I, I've created, I have one thing on my wall, just never end up playing the bingo casino, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right next to best friend. Yeah, right just next to <laughs> best friend. <laughs> He's yeah. on the penny slots, yeah. just. <laughs> Young, you've been to every show. Uh -huh. You've brought burritos to our spot. You know what I mean? You've, you've shown us love. We respect you so much, Young, you know? Thank you. And. You, exactly what you said, starting from me and Kogi, for you to retrace the steps mm -hmm. and reflect and be like, okay, maybe I need to switch it up, you yeah. know? Using your celebrity status, you could have really gotten to the money, the bread, you know? Mm -hmm. But you, you're talking about what's broken about it, you know yeah. what I mean? And that conscious <laughs> decision. Stop, if you don't stop doing wordplay with conscious that. decision, <laughs> I swear. That conscious decision, young. Thank you. You're the Thank truth. You. Uh, oh, Chef Roy you. Choi, make sure you check out best friend if you're ever in vegas which is located in mgm the park mgm park which is MGM. uh right next door to new york new york it's the old monte carlo and they put like 680 million into that motherfucker yeah like, 
And then in Los Angeles, he still has, you know, the Kogi brick Kogi and mortar. Truck, yeah. mm-hmm. Kogi trucks around um, A-Frame. Mm-hmm. Um, Alibi Room, Kogi Taqueria, all that. Tons wow. of stuff. There's always stuff you can look up. Always, you know, you got the book. Where's my book at? Oh, I don't have it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, L.A. Sun. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the t- congrats on the TV show Broken Bread, The Chef Show. Did I leave out anything? I think that, that, that's Roy where Choice Roy Choice is at. We're Roy Choice boys. This is our podcast, Roy Choice boys, <laughs> where you will hear Roy Choice voice. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Young. Thank you. Appreciate thank it. You. And thank tune you. in next week for another amazing guest. Love you, brother. Um, peace. <laughs>